Hey, welcome back to another episode of Living the Sweet Life. I'm your host, TJ Sweet, and on this podcast, I'll talk about ways to reshape your mindset, live with intention, and look at the world through a grateful lens. So as we kind of wrap up this year, oftentimes people think about New Year's resolutions or goals they have for the next year. I've already had quite a few people ask me, what are my goals for next year? And I sit down and I have a very simple strategy um, that I that I use to focus on different areas of my life, of which I'll talk a little bit more about here in a little bit. And then I set goals uh, for each of those areas of my life. Oftentimes, those areas will impact each other. Uh, so obviously, I can kind of get a two for one on setting some habits and creating a goal um, that impacts another one of my goals. Right. So kind of creating your own momentum in your life. And then I talk about another thing. I'll talk about this later too. a a picking a one word uh, that you focus on and the power that that can have uh, in your life. I started doing this quite a few years ago, and it's something that has really kind of transformed my perspective and, and really helps me live with more intention and think about this word and, and how it kind of um, plays a role in my life in every area of my life. And so the first kind of nudge here, I just want to kind of openly talk about this whole new year, new you, um, uh, and think about that's not really a great way to think about it because we, you know, we, we don't feel like we have to be a new us. Uh, that's a heavy, that's stressful. And, uh, and oftentimes we kind of lack vision there, right? We, we often think about what we should have done or, you know, a new us, but then life happens the second day into the, into the new year. And then we start to feel like the old us, and then we kind of get a little lost in what we're doing. So a couple of things here around creating a vision and creating goals. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about that just in general, but then at the end, I'm going to kind of give you some of my best practices that I've found that's really helped me accomplish goals year in and year out. And uh, the first thing really is to have a vision first of, of where you want to be and what you want to achieve. The goals that often come first uh, whenever we do these things, but the goals actually provides the roadmap to our vision. So obviously, you know, you wouldn't imagine uh, going outside for a run without having some sort of idea of a route you're going to run or maybe the distance you're going to run. And, and, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a time goal that you do it in, but you have to have this vision of I'm going to go out and run a mile or two miles or whatever it is, or going on a road trip. Um, I do love going on road trips. It's kind of fun just to kind of whimsically see where, where things go, um, but, and, and kind of be spontaneous in it. But generally on a road trip, we'll kind of pick out where we want to go and then we pick out and then we figure out how we're going to get there. So taking that back and thinking about a vision be very specific because it's tough if we don't have a clear vision of what we want, how we feel, um, how we want our life to change. It's tough to build our roadmap. And oftentimes it doesn't really lead us to a destination that we wanted. We may end up in a destination, but maybe not the one we wanted. Right. So this is where that thought of don't confuse movement with progress. Because if we're not careful and we don't have that clear vision, we can move quickly in the wrong direction and end up in a place that we never intended. So oftentimes setting a vision first is the most effective strategy for then setting goals because it provides purpose and direction to our goals. 
And that vision can uh, be sometimes limited based on our past. If we struggle with understanding that we can uh, change something in our lives, we're going to oftentimes think about maybe previous times that we've tried to change it, or maybe we have a limited vision because we can't see beyond our current circumstance. And that's okay. But be curious. Look at what you want and why do you want it? And look at um, potentially something that you want to accomplish and look at people who've done it and just start to build this internal belief that it's possible. And there's a really great story around this vision of um, a school teacher in a really, really tough part of town. He takes his, his students that are pretty, um, having a pretty rough upbringing, and he takes them to different parts of town, and, of neighborhoods, and he takes them to a, a more challenged neighborhood, um, maybe a lower income, uh, maybe just kind of a rougher neighborhood that kind of just is a little bit more dangerous. And, and these and often these kids in this story, they could relate to that environment. But then he also took them to a really uh, wealthy and safe and very highly touted neighborhood. And these kids have never seen that before. But then once he said, uh, he took these kids there and he said, hey, this is what these people do for a living. This is the kind of life you could be living. Now, I get it. I'm not, I'm not saying that every vision is going to be possible for everybody. But I'm just saying, though, if we don't even understand that there's something else out there, how can we create the vision for the something else? So just be curious. Uh, look up. Um, again, if you have a goal that you want to accomplish, look up who's already done it. Look, who, who, look up who's the best at it. Find a coach, find somebody who can help you create that vision. Find a friend or a loved one that you just want to talk it out and don't feel silly for wanting to accomplish a goal after you've kind of established this vision. Because the thing that you have to understand about a vision is it's for you. It can be for your family and for your friends or uh, loved ones or whatever it may be. But like the vision is something that you see, right? There's this thought of uh, either we have to see it to believe it or believe it to see it. And... You know, it's tough if we have to see it in order to believe it, because oftentimes see it means uh, all the work in between. right. So it's from where you are now to where you are at the end. That end part is where we see it. But then we start to believe it. But that is such a tough way to get there um, without that internal belief, because it's going to be tough. Uh, These goals, you know, the things that come easy don't last and the things that last don't come easy. And uh, that is a lesson in my life that I've learned in so many different ways. And so many great people in my life have, you know, just taught me to be patient and, and to love and to be um, open and uh, be patient and trust. And it's something I work on every day. Uh, I work on listening more. I work on uh, just being a better communicator and, and loving the people that love me um, with a, you know, steadfast and not a love not conditioned on anything really. And, but that takes time, right? It takes time to, to get to that point. Um, but it's something to where like, that was something that I had in my mind that I wanted to be better at, but I had to understand who's great at it and who's going to benefit from it. And I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit too, around attaching purpose and people to the goals that you have. So the one little, uh, Uh, good news about some of this is when you accomplish your goal, like we kind of have this sense of momentum, right? There's actually a dopamine and serotonin release and some oxytocin even depending on what you, what you accomplish. But we start to kind of 
believe that we're somebody who can accomplish some goals. And, and again, that's not because you weren't good enough before and you're good enough now. You've always been good enough. You just had to move some things out of the way to kind of let yourself finally fulfill that potential. But think about those lessons that you've learned over the past when you have this vision. And, and maybe, you know, something that is um, something that's super powerful is bring somebody along with you. If somebody has a similar goal, make it uh, a community of people that uh, maybe act like the way you want to act or live the way you want to live or whatever it may be. But kind of surrounding yourself with people that open your eyes, open your heart, fill your spirit. Um, you know, Will Smith talks about setting his soul on fire and fanning the flame. And that's so important whenever you're trying to set goals and trying to make some changes in your life is spend some time with people uh, with intention that fan that flame, that don't think your goals are silly, that don't uh, speak doubt into you or your goals or, you know, whatever it may be, because sometimes people will derail your goals because it's not their goal and they can't see themselves accomplishing that. So they don't think you can. Oftentimes, people that judge your goal, uh, again, if you create this vision and a goal, there will be people that will judge it, but they're actually just judging their ability to accomplish what you have in mind. So don't let that derail you. And if the whole, again, like I said in the very beginning, if the new year, new you doesn't really resonate with you, because honestly, that's just a ton of pressure of becoming a new us. Um, my really, my opinion, I think that actually sets us up for more of a shame and regret cycle because, you know, it's kind of like this overnight, we're supposed to become a different person. Um, but why, uh, and, and why, what is wrong with the current person that, that we are now? And, uh, it also kind of creates this pressure of this is the year of something new, but then, you know, like the year is 365 days and it's really hard to, really kind of wrap your head around that when um, you take days on kind of one at a time. And so, uh, again, the new year, new you is, uh, if that inspires you, go for it. Uh, if you struggle with um, kind of maintaining goals and creating a vision because that puts pressure on you, then don't do that anymore. Uh, I know that sounds simple, but kind of learn some lessons uh, from year after year. And really, you know, there's these uh, these folks that kind of talk about, um, uh, again, like I referenced in the very beginning, but picking out a word Instead of setting maybe a multiple goals or just a goal or a resolution or whatever word you want to use, but create this vision of the life that you want to be living or the relationship you want to have or a job you want to have or a place you want to live or a, an income that you want, whatever it is. Again, don't judge it. Just be curious. And why? What is that tension inside of you? But another really great strategy here, and I'm going to kind of talk about how to do some of these things, but pick out one word that invokes emotion, energy, life, joy, and gratitude into your heart, your mind, and your body, and focus on that word daily. Maybe set down the pressure of the goals and just focus on a word that makes you want to be better. And your word can be any word you want it to be. One word that can mean something to you that will make you take more action and excite you. Right? Again, this is a word that you think about that is an opportunity in your brain. It's not an obligation. It's not a should. It's a get to. Right, And so in years past, just to give you some examples, some of my words have been uh, grateful, intention, patient, captivated. And I think about that one word and I recognize it. Right, So just... Like just even the word captivated, I, I've, I, I can feel it. I know when I feel it. 
and I, I know who I'm with when I feel it. And, but it's only because I set that original intention, you know, when you set this, set this word in your mind and what does captivated mean? Obviously it's very present. It's complete. It's awestruck. It's, um, completely in a moment. And just that word captivated completely made this the past year for me. That was my word this year. It has just been an incredible year of recognizing those moments uh, of feeling captivated. So again, but that has made me a better person. It's made me want to be better. And it's, it's brought out the best in me just thinking about that one word. So again, kind of a quick little recap, but also give you some tips on, on maybe how to do some of these things based on where you are and what you want. So first of all, dream big and focus and commit to the process, not to the goal. Just committing to the goal is great in the beginning. And that's why people say, I don't know why people say habits or take 21 days to form. There's a whole bunch of uh, studies about that. But really, it's, it's one decision is how you commit to a habit. Because once you understand that like, a process is how you get to anywhere, uh, you, you um, take the weight off of the goal or the outcome and just focus on being in the process and just say, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this process. And that process may change. But just give yourself some credit along the way. Another thing that I do uh, is, uh, again, like I talked about with the goals that I set, so I use a wheel of life uh, assessment. A trainer of mine, Scott Schutte, back in uh, quite a few years ago, kind of shared his wheel of life with me as a great um, uh, coach that I've had over the years, uh, really kind of transformed my vision in my life and really introduced me to gratitude. Uh, so obviously in debt for him, indebted to him for, for many different things in my life. But um, so back to that wheel of assessment, wheel of life assessment. So I actually have this on my website. So tjsuite.net, if you go to that, the first thing will pop up is, is something about an assessment for you. So you can kind of really assess where you are in, in different areas of your life. And that may just kind of trigger some thoughts around how do I want to feel? And so it's like a, it's a scale. And, and, you know, if you if you're in the middle of the the uh, satisfaction in that and say if it's in finance or stress or relationships or um, fitness or whatever it is, um, if you're in the middle of that scale, what is what is the top level of that scale look like for you? Right. So it kind of helps us to kind of sequentially run through some things, but it also helps us develop smaller goals that impact the others so that we don't set new goals that contradict another goal you have. Sounds simple, but it happens all the time. Infuse your vision and your goals with passion and purpose. So when you write down a goal or your vision, right? Think about your vision, like picture it, right? Our brain works much better with pictures. Who is going to benefit from you accomplishing your goal? And how will your life feel and look different? Because once we can kind of understand and we can kind of put ourselves in this new vision, in this new space, and it's so important to be very specific with the vision. Because once you can see that picture in the future, we believe it can happen for us. It becomes real. Like it becomes something that's already created in our brains. And then our brain just gets to work with creating new habits, with creating a new identity, with believing it's possible. But just that crystal clear vision of where you are, how you're feeling, what you're wearing, um, who you're with, what you're driving, what house you're in, whatever it is. Again, just be curious for now, like have a playful brain about all this. But then obviously, again, it's a matter of it becoming real in our brains and then reminding yourself of that vision often. 
And one thing I'll tell you for 2023, if you do anything else, uh, if none of these things kind of resonate with you, I hope something does, but I really just want you to focus. Um, if you have this pressure and this desire to set goals and all this, if this resonates, but focus on becoming just a better you and whatever that means, not a new you, not, not, uh, somebody that you aren't not somebody that somebody else thinks you should be. There's only one you. There is only one you. Just whatever means something to you, whatever you want to work on. And it could be 1% better. Just progress is such an amazing, inspiring thing for us. So much more than just accomplishing goals, but making progress towards them. We thrive on that. And other people thrive on watching us do that. And then we thrive on teaching other people how to do that. But you don't need to accomplish a goal, whatever it is, to be seen, loved, and appreciated by, and valued by the right people in your life. The support from those people is going to be steadfast. It's not related to circumstance or level of achievement. You're enough as you are now. And you will always be accepted and loved. Always. And I know it's tough if, if you say you're an, if I, if I um, speak that you are enough now, I know sometimes I've actually been doing a lot of reading around just that statement. People often fall into this trap of if I, if I'm enough now, why can't I accomplish what I want? Why can't I have the relationship I want, the job I want or whatever it may be? That's not the point of the, you are enough. The you are enough means um, you already have inside of you what it takes and you are already accepted and seen and loved and appreciated by, um, by those special people in your life. And I'm, those people that make me feel that way are the reason why I, um, I feel safe to go um, you know, write books and, and do this podcast. And you know, those people that I'm the most grateful for in my life inspire me every day. And, but it's it, with a parachute, the safety net of love and appreciation. And so when you surround yourself with more people that just say, you know what, I'll love you if you accomplish it, but I'll love you if you don't, it's, it frees us up. We don't have to earn the love by becoming something new or, um, changing something about ourselves. If that's the case, then that's not really there anyway. That's all conditional and, and it'll change. Conditions change. But steadfast, true gratefulness and appreciation will always be there. So surround yourself with those people so that you feel free enough to, uh, you know, kind of work on whatever you want to work on in your life. And if you don't want to work on anything, again, this one word, I promise you, it will change your perspective. Actually, it'll transform your perspective in so many areas of your life. So sit down, write down some words. Go to a thesaurus of a word that you think about a lot already and just try to find something that just, it sparks you because we always have control of how we think. Again, we can reshape our mindset. And remember, you always have the power of choice to reshape your mindset. And it's a matter of uh, just recognizing your mindset now and then thinking about where you want to be moving forward. So, um, Again, I hope this has resonated with some of you. I hope um, you're able to surround yourself with some people that nudge you and encourage you. 
And uh, again, find a coach if you need one that can kind of help see you for who you are and help you maybe move some things out of the way. Because again, uh, I have a coach. We all, uh, you know, coaches have coaches. Uh, We all kind of need that because we're all human. And there's no shame in having a coach uh, no matter where you are in your journey. So um, even if it's just a short period and you need a nudge or just a little somebody to to breathe some life into you, um, surround yourself with those people. And, uh, you know, if you are gaining value from this podcast, again, I'll just kind of say this as I always do every episode, but um, subscribe to it. That'd be, I'd be super grateful for that. So, you know, when new episodes come out, um, again, my website is tjsweet.net and, uh, you can find me on every social media under TJ sweet, which is nice, pretty super simple. But, um, one last little reminder that you always have the power of choice to look at the world through a grateful lens, to reshape your mindset and then live with intention and to the people that I'm the most grateful for. I appreciate you and thank you for the nudge that you provide to me until the next episode. Never stop.